I'm going to start off with kind of a gross story because most of us don't like bugs. But this is a true story. It happened back in June 2021. So one night I was going to bed about 10 o'clock and I turned the light on in my room. And to my horror, there were all these little black bugs crawling on my bedspread. I started gathering them up, killing them, only to notice they were dropping down from the ceiling fan. So I got up my phone and Googled little black bugs. And there they were, termites. Apparently, the termites were swarming in the attic and then dropping down through the ceiling onto my bed. Needless to say, I decided to sleep in a different room that night. Well, I should have seen the warning signs. You know, the older you get, you get up at night to go to the bathroom. And I started noticing that some of the floorboards seemed kind of rotten, like my foot was sinking in. Well, the termites were literally eating the floor from under my feet. Where providentially, all this happened right before my 30-day retreat in July 2021. So when I was gone, they were able to rip up the carpet and all take the sheetrock off the walls and redo my room. Was gross as it was to uncover all those bugs, it was also a moment of grace that we discovered them before they destroyed the whole house. I thought of that story related to our gospel today because spiritually, it's a moment of grace when all of our sin, all of our darkness comes to the light of Jesus. At the center of the gospel today is a sinful woman. How do we know this woman is a sinner? Because she's going to the well at noon in the heat of the day. In biblical times, women would go to the well early in the morning in the cool part of the day. But this woman is going at noon because she wants to be alone. We see how sin alienates us, isolates us, separates us from the community. Have you ever felt this way in your own life? I know I have. Feeling cut off, distant from God living in shame, believing I'm unworthy. Do you know the difference between guilt and shame? Well, guilt is when I recognize, okay, I've done something wrong, and that leads me to repentance and reconciliation. But shame is when I start to believe I'm wrong, I'm a mistake, I'm a failure. There's no hope for me. The devil wants to shame us, and it's so easy to fall prey to the lies of the evil one. Jesus ultimately wants to reclaim us and remind us of who we are, that we are God's beloved children. Are you watching the Chosen series right now? This is the series on the life of Jesus. My favorite episode is in season one, The Woman at the Well, episode eight. It highlights how Jesus goes intentionally out of his way to meet this sinful woman. This is Jesus' whole mission, to seek out and save the lost. He came to save sinners you and me. Now let's take a closer look at the gospel. Jesus begins by asking this woman for a drink. Now, St. Augustine beautifully says, Jesus wasn't thirsting for that well water. He was thirsting for the woman's faith. Jesus wants our faith, our belief. Remember, I've said many times the interpretive key to the gospels in the first reading. Well, what was the first reading about? How God's people in the desert lacked faith and didn't trust that God would provide for them. Even though they had seen all these miracles as they left Egypt, they get into the desert and they think they're going to starve to death and die of thirst. Well, how does Jesus bring this woman to faith? By slowly uncovering her sin. 
Did you notice she, as Jesus points to her sin, she says, I can see you are a prophet. Her faith begins to grow. Well, we find out that this woman's had five husbands. St. Augustine says so beautifully, those five husbands represent her five senses. This woman has been enslaved by her passions, her senses, looking for fulfillment in what she sees and eats and hears and smells and touches. She's tried to quench her thirst for God with sensual pleasure. Doesn't this describe ultimately all of us? All sin is a turn away from God toward creatures, toward a life of self-indulgence, turning toward false gods. Well, it's a moment of grace when all of our sin comes to the light. If our sin remains in the darkness like those termites, they continue just to eat away at and destroy us. In the same spiritually, if our, if our sin remains in darkness, it just kind of eats away at us. This Lent, I invite all of us to make a good confession. You know, Jesus told St. Faustina, it's in confession that there I wait for you. Think of the confessional as the well. It's there that, like the Samaritan woman, we meet Jesus there in the confessional. And it's there that he uncovers all of our sin and all of our darkness, our grossness, our yuckiness comes out. And it's then that we experience healing and forgiveness. My favorite line in this whole gospel is when the woman runs to town and says, come meet the man who's told me everything that I've done. What a moment of grace when Jesus meets us in the midst of our darkness and brings healing. You know how they exterminate termites? I guess the exterminator injects this foam into all the voids where the termites live. And then they go around the perimeter of the house and inject this stuff into the ground. Well, our sins leave a void. And Jesus is inviting us, after we make a good confession, not to return to this well that won't satisfy, but to let him fill the voids of our lives. Jesus is promising us so much more. He's saying, I can give you living water that will well up within you to eternal life. What is this living water? It's the gift of Jesus' own divine life. It's the gift of his Holy Spirit. How do we receive this living water? It's first through our baptism that we're joined to God. We share in his divine life. We receive the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And then if we ever fall from our baptismal grace, again, we're washed in this living water in the sacrament of reconciliation. What's really happening in this story? Jesus is proposing marriage to the Samaritan woman, not earthly marriage, but a spiritual marriage. In the Bible, you meet your spouse at the well. So think about how Moses meets his wife Zipporah at the well. Jacob meets his wife Rachel at the well. Well, it's no accident that Jesus meets the Samaritan woman at the well. This is God's whole plan of salvation to wed his people. And think about when two people get married, they become one. And so being wed to God, God wants to share his very divine life with us the gift of his spirit. This is the living water Jesus wants to share with us. Just one final point about marriage. When you get married, you make a choice. You're choosing your spouse and entering into this exclusive love with your partner in marriage. And in a sense, you have to reject all your other options because you give your love totally to this one person. Well, this is what we're invited to do during Lent, to make a fundamental choice in our life, to choose Jesus 
and in doing so to turn from all the false idols of our lives. Now, did you notice the detail at the end of this gospel? The woman leaves her bucket behind. She had made her choice. She was no longer going to seek to quench her thirst with the water that would never satisfy. She chose Jesus, and she ran into town with joy. 